Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, it's Patter here from today's episode. Just a little warning. Today's episode deals with a little bit of bone chicka wow wow. So if you've got some smallies there or people not used to mature themes, you may want to just uh, wait until later, maybe dim the lights, pour a nice little Chablis, light a fire, kick your socks off or keep them on if that's your thing and get ready for some of the finest love poetry you've ever heard. of studios in Dublin, welcome to Mother Folklore, a podcast of words, Irish, Irish words, and words from Ireland. I'm Derek O'Shea. I'm Shun Nirin. And I'm Pallor Aquivonic. And you're all very welcome to today's episode. Sometimes people ask me what would be a nice book for someone who's, who's getting back interested in Irish. And, you know, and some people wonder, is there a good novel to read or should they go with a graphic novel or something like that? Other short stories, and some people don't want to read a kid's story, but they want something with simple Irish or not. What I found was something that worked very well for me. I just happened to be very interested in poetry. Very, ah, yeah. Very interested in poetry. And I found that reading side-by-side translations, I did it when I was reading Pablo Neruda, and I found it was also handy with, when, with, when I was getting back into Irish. There's a wonderful poet you almost certainly have heard of called Nuala Nicónal. And in 1990, the collection came out called Pharaoh's Daughter. And this was side-by-side poetic translations of some of her, her work. And the translations were by some of the finest English-language poets mm. in Ireland. Shun, yes. uh, tell us more about Nuala. Nuala uh, Rua. Nuala Rua is originally from Tipperary, but spent a lot of her youth in West Kerry in the Gaeltacht. So she speaks um, like somebody from West Kerry does. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she's a member of Estona and she's... I would probably say she's one of our most foremost poets maybe ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's handy that she's still alive and she's still creating. And actually, amazingly, she was awarded a massive um, award this year, an international award. And it's the first time, I think it was the first time for a woman to be uh, presented the award and also somebody in minority language. So it was kind of a jewel win for Nula. Um, oh. I'll tell you what it was now. I think she was presented in Estonia. Um, but yeah, she's an amazing woman. And the writing has if anything, got better and better over the years. And she's been um, a feminist icon, I think, for a lot of people in the literary circles for years and mm. years and years. Yeah, Nula is is one of the most important cultural icons we have mm-hmm. in the country, regardless of the language that she speaks. It's just the nature of what she speaks about. And as well as that, her openness to having her message translated. 
mm-hmm. it just makes her that that vital. Like B- Biddy Jenkinson has this little this this little not kind to this little saying that she has, where she says that she would prefer not to have her poems translated mm-hmm. from Irish in Ireland. She find she would find it personally insulting. Now she doesn't find it insulting that other poets do. Nuala takes a different approach and, and people have translated her poems. Like Pharaoh's Daughter, you pointed out, and we'll get a chance to have a look at that later on. Um, it's it's poetic translations by, by some of the finest poets that Ireland has ever produced. She's had Frankie Sewell uh, translate a lot of her poetry as well and F- Frank is a writer uh, and a poet himself so he's got that great background in, in poetry as well and and basically while she has this incredible command of language and, and that kind of West Kerry it's it's mellifluous the mm-hmm. way the poetry is it's sort of it, it flows it's very sensuous isn't it oh god yeah absolutely mm. she's definitely one of the most sensuously driven mm-hmm. poets in the Irish language ever mm-hmm. uh, and and yeah as, as she says it's great that she's still creating and all that but you take that aside when you translate that you cannot possibly translate how someone from West Kerry speaking Irish sounds you mm. can't translate that but you can translate the sense of a poem you can translate what she wants to say you can translate the message and, and there's very interesting ways of doing that there certainly are and obviously she, when someone speaks English and Irish and they choose to write in Irish I do respect Billy Jenkinson's position mm-hmm. and you, sometimes you think when you've gone to the effort of writing something in a particular language your first instinct is, oh, I wonder how well does it get translated. Mm. So the fact that for a project like this to actually have a, almost a collaborative relationship with other poets, it's, writers rarely get to work with other people. It's a, it's a lonely road. Yeah, it is a lonely road. And I think um, she's... Not, not all writers of podcasts, you see. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. Um, the prize is called the Herbert Prize. She was presented this year and it's a massive international prize. But I think that the one thing that stands out for me with Nuala is how open she is about the female form and I think that mm-hmm. comes through in The Pharaoh's Daughter and in other collections and it's something that maybe um, the Irish language has given her a freedom to talk about yes. that maybe she wouldn't have had and I'm not putting words in Nuala's mouth I wouldn't dare um, mm-hmm. but I feel like the language has given her a freedom and the way she talks about the body and in particular the female body and sexuality and sensuality is quite amazing. This is the big thing when we were in school and we had what we have been told famously a translation of the of A Court in Mania mm. was uh, was banned in English but was available in Irish and the idea was that a kind of a uh, a blind eye of sorts or a was turned towards uh, sexual writing in Irish or uh, writing with a sexual with 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 a, with a sexual topic mm-hmm. in in Irish was was done at that time Newell is especially famous for that particularly her some of her poems, poems about her husband yeah, Dogan Leflef. I always remember that name. He was Turkish, wasn't he? Yeah, um, and really sexy, if you believe. Yeah, <laughs> like really a big ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not Moran. <laughs> she couldn't keep her paws off him. It seems. <laughs> yeah, good for them. Good for them. Fantastic, but this just—it's not chasing it's not, him around the Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, up and down Croch Brennan. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a metaphor? It's <laughs> a pilgrimage. <laughs> it certainly was. <laughs> it was a spiritual experience. The it, writing about sex and sexuality, and writing about sex and sexuality from the female position, even if it's heteronormative, from the female position, mm. it just adds to the great corpus of Irish poetry because this is something that's been done even by male poets for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is. It is not as shocking. To, to read poetry about sort of and it's not th- th- this poetry isn't graphic yeah. it's, no it's and beautiful I, and I, yeah and, and it's definitely not gratuitous mm. uh, yeah. so 
you know, you just you're just adding to a great long list of poems. You mentioned Court of Vianija, mm. but even even uh, hundreds of years before Brian Merriman and Court of Vianija, the the idea uh, that was that a poem would be written about a king at his uh, crowning or, or mm-hmm. en- en- enshrinement as king, and the poem would be written from the point of view of the land embodied as a woman. Mm. Oh. So the poet would write about how. There's there's one example that I learned during my masters that sticks out is called Avrini Rourke Moroa Lanon, uh, Brian O'Rourke, my choice of lovers, and they're talking about King Brian O'Rourke of the Breffney country, Cavan and Monaghan, mm-hmm. and talking about how great a man he is and mm. how strong his arm is and how long his um, spear is, and, <laughs> you know, and and the poet would would do this, and you know when you when you bear in mind that this is written by a male poet, it comes across as vaguely homoerotic, but the idea, a lot of scholars believe, is that actually they're writing from the point of view of the land, which is a woman, mm. and it's a woman actively saying, "I choose this man as my lover, and I will enter into a, a you know, a sexual relationship with this with this king." So Nula writing about how much she loves to jump her husband's bones is basically just an extension of a one thousand five hundred year old uh, literary tradition. Yeah, because she was on on Sado Yas Radio Gaeltachta when she was presented that award, and Helen Ehe asked her about being a female writer and being a female poet and how she felt about it. And she said that she found the Irish language language landscape was more forgiving than the male. Mm-hmm. And she actually referenced that the word bon illa is in Antoin, whereas a female poet, that term didn't exist for a long time, according to her in the in the English lexicography. So she fe- feels that the landscape was more favourable to women since the time of the Toyn because that word actually existed in the lexicography. So... Interesting. Mm. Yeah, Bonilla, much, much older than poetess. Yeah. And much uh, nicer than yeah, poetess. Yeah, and much better Bonilla. than female poet. Yeah. A bit weird. It's I weird. had someone correct me for saying Bonreen instead of just Reen, as in the idea that king, a monarch was gender neutral. Oh. And some lad Excuse was like... Us. And then he... he, he some he, lad. So he, he replied to me, and he was, it's that the last, kind of, the last line of his tweet was, be better or stop. <laughs> What so, a threat! Whoa. So, so we we can't just talk about Nula and her husband and the and him as a subject of her female gaze. Mm-hmm. That actually lets visiting. Will we maybe look at um, one of these poems? Yeah. So we're going to look at Gondachudeji. A Gondachudeji. As far as to Gondachudeji earth, the lena hida is the karuat. The scofarhne fitaskal is the holly trefis of fashionta le barfias tolurachta. The Vroga Irmi and the Goni Snas, the Lovini Kraken Elitcha er the Vush, the Hata Krombi, Ferke er Fuir Nakrusha, Nihurinchid Ain Runila de Hurishk. Marhis Fuhu in Anist and Slua ta Kurp Ganwashla Mochel Nu Miwua, Lufrocht Anvi Alta, Kat Mor Avina Mosaniha, is the Ogan Shkevla in the Varvro. The Rurinef Lahan Farshing is the Heave Ho Schlim Le Schnachte Sheta Ernschlieve. The Grim the vasta shingle is the raul, on ruta go will bore pleasure on. The kraken at a hodarka is slim, lishlilda, gemuch chus velvata in the kneeve, ishe or kurucht arigad lukra, numagna haun. Ganerter free go will suha far as banan. Marshin is the rishin, is su rinkalumanucht, kegamarlam to gandachade the earth, beder narvain diwaldit, glaisa enish erendert, in onad la ban erin, a villa is a lit. And I'll read it in English. Oh. Nude. The long and short of it is I'd rather see you nude. Your silk shirt and natty tie, the brolly under your oxter, in a case of a rainy day, the three-piece sear sucker suit that is so incredibly trendy, your snazzy loafers 
and la-di-da pair of gloves made from the skin of a doe. Then, to top it all, a crombie hat set at a rakish angle. None of these add up to more than the icing on the cake. For unbeknownst to the rest of the world, behind the outward show lies a body unsurpassed for beauty, without so much as a wart or blemish, but the brilliant slink of a wild animal, a dream cat, say, on the prowl, leaving murder and mayhem in its wake. Your broad, sinewy shoulders and your flank smooth as a snow on a snowbank. Your back, your slender waist, and of course, the root that is the very seat of pleasure, the pleasure source. Your skin so dark, my beloved, and soft, as silk with a hint of velvet in its weft, smelling as it does of meadow sweet or water mead that has the power, or so it said, to drive men and women mad. For that reason alone, if for no other, when you come with me to the dance tonight, though as much as I'd prefer to see you nude, it would probably be best for you to pull on your pants and vest rather than send half the women of Ireland totally round the bend. That was a Paul Muldoon translation. I love it. Round the bend, I love that. Yeah, there's, there's so many, uh, there's so many great words and there, and it's such a, it's such a like powerful description. And you, yeah, you yeah. can actually imagine him in the hat and everything, and the t- <laughs> three pieces. Maybe that's just me. I, I was imagining him without them, like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It it is it, it look it's a lovely it's 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 a beautiful picture of love and, and intimacy of physical love mm. and intimacy yeah which is which is a lovely wonderful thing yeah. like you know it's there's a thing it's, it's a poem about someone about being in love and very attracted to someone you know very very well exactly like it's not it's not like um it's not she's not whistling on down walking down the street and it's yeah. like work. <laughs> He just wants I can't to go see to work. Nula doing that, <laughs> whistling at somebody going down the street. I can see her whistling at him. Yeah, down the yeah. street, like, and he's yeah. like, please, Nula, not again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've spoken about this. <laughs> and the bus driver's going to make fun of me. <laughs> and there's a, one, one of the words in this poem has, been, has received a bit of attention recently. And it's a, it's a word that maybe that doesn't exactly have an English language equivalent. Father has a version of it in English. Yeah. You're talking about the word kurucht. Which it, yes, which does have an English language. It is it is weft or or aroma or musk, stanknacha. Um, but in this, it's stank. <laughs> yeah, because look, it, and what I love about the poem is that like it, her husband's nudity, the, the the nude body, is not just a visual experience. Mm. It's it's. Uh, it, it, it's it's a it's a it's not just a visual experience. It's a physical experience, and it's also a shall we say a nasal experience. <laughs> that there is a there, there's 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 an aroma. There's a perfume. There's a there, you know I I know I know the look of you. I know the feel of you. Yeah. I know the taste of you. And I know the smell of mm-hmm. you. You know and mm-hmm. and the, this idea of this 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 smell of 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 you know your skin. The smell of your skin. Soft as silk with a hint of velvet, and the smell is like is like meadow sweet or water mead. Two flowers that have mm. have, have mystical powers, like so. Kurucht arigid luachra, the 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 um the the sort of that postcoital ecstatic smell of mm. your body. That's like that's like a sweet smelling wildflower. Yeah, it's and beautiful. Like just, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it is. Just love it. Yeah, more nula eroticism. Absolutely. So, Patter, do you have a, a, a while we're looking through this collection? Is there a, another one that got, that tickles your pickle? Yeah, there's loads of there's loads of poems in this that I love. It is a great book. It's a great gift, and there's loads of these books about. If you go to the shop hour, our good friend Kathleen will look after you. But there's plenty of these poetic collections. I have a lovely one at home, Lauer uh, Lauer and Jean Guala, the mm. the um, the book of dispossession, and it's mm. a collection of of modern and old Irish poems with 
you know, side by side translations, which which are fantastic. And, and translating poetry is um, it's it's a challenge yes. because you're always left with um, you're always left with um, this this one. See, I, I'm I'm speaking from experience. I've translated poetry. I used to live in Austria, mm. and I translated the works of a wonderful Austrian poet called Andrea Edel, who became the first female Austrian to be inducted into the German version of Aestona, which, which is called Valhalla, quite heroically. Because um, of course it is. Because of yeah. course it is. Because the Germans. Um, but and- Andrea is a, a wonderful woman, a wonderful poet. And I translated her poetry when I was 19. And, you know, when you're a 19-year-old man, you think you can do absolutely anything. So I just mm-hmm. went and balls out translated it. But I didn't realise at yeah, the you time... Need, you need I life was, experience to uh, translate poetry, don't you? You do, yeah. yeah, and definitely. And I know I do a better job of it now. But anyway, yeah. look, it was a good enough job for publications. Yeah. It was grand. I got paid. I did it. But um, at the time, I didn't realise it. But I was constantly going through this choice, this dichotomy of choice. Do I translate the rhyme and the rhythm or do mm-hmm. I translate the sense and the meaning and what do I do? And you have to choose based on what the poem is. You've got to read a poem, you've got to live inside a poem, you've got to understand what it is. So when Nula writes this poem called An Iliacht or Poetry, mm. um, you know, Tom McIntyre translates it into English and what you end up with is an exercise in how both languages and as a direct consequence the poetry of both languages are completely different and how the Irish one is mellifluous and long and has alliteration and repetition and all that whereas English poetry is uh, glottal, direct mm. and kind of uh, almost heartless in, in, in a beautiful mm. way if mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I'll, I'll read um, on Iliacht and you'll, you'll even just get even if you don't understand the words in either language. You'll understand the difference mm-hmm. surely from the length of each poem. So, An Iliacht le Nula Nigonal. Ainin Clippia hurling law, er harshing the Fanogachum. Nyadakaras Adonicche, no Kong Aushe, no Rogshe, Fon Marum. Craterin Schkitioch Rika Luchlan, the Yenche Nyadgo Fain Gafachiloch, Ishigma Wachlan. The Valig Funyev. Funyev Nogarhanshe Skull, a Hyola Davrovme, a Stacke Dear Narvol. Dum Sir here sheer na play, Arch Grossig Dull, Arv Law no Iha A, no Karasadonaga Kyol. I Dave Herding Yalig, is a Dave Herding Rain, in Orgin of Elon, the Huha Crave. Nyadar Korimikshe no few can, Visha Ettelte Nurgushius Ermagin. Osclaim Kol on a Fanoga, is her darshing. Fog a machine firishke is grani rochrenachtan. And Tom McIntyre's version poetry. Almost spent, the little bird landed on my windowsill. Don't know where from, don't know where gone. A scantling. He nested, circumspect in my arms, got back his strength, began to sing. I lost myself, lost day and night, followed the music, east of the moon and west of the sun, and oh, red ripe the garden, oh. When I awoke, he was gone. I open my window, I place on the sill the bowl of water, the reddened grain. So where Nula in the original Irish uses, like, why use one word when 40 will do? Yes. You know, Tom McIntyre says, well, English poetry is done slightly differently. It's a little bit more boom, boom, boom to the point. Mm. So you get this, Nula says, mm. which translates as, a scantling, 
<laughs> yeah. Which is just it's just a study in in linguistics. Mm-hmm. It's a study in language, and it's yeah. and it's it's McIntyre in this sense saying, "Well, I'm going to go for the meaning. I'm going to go for the meaning I'd lo- every I'd time." Love to, I'd love to be there when they're discussing how people are translating it, and Nula going, "Oh, that's very short." like the English version. Scant. There. Yeah, it's you're very being, scant. You're, Tom, you're being paid by the word. <laughs> <laughs> it is brutally succinct, but at the same time, there's a, there's an additional layer of meaning there in that it, they're using um kind of you're saying like the Scandinavian loan words in both contexts. Yeah, well, th- that's it. Like because um you know Kraterin Skjotiha o Krecha Lochlin was how she describes this bird that lands on her windowsill, which is a uh, you know a skimpy little creature from the shores of Scandinavia, mm. uh, Viking land. W- exactly from o Krecha Lochlin from the Viking lands. And McIntyre says, "Well, I can just I can just use the word scantling, which has that Nordic sound to it, mm. Mm. and means a, a scrawny little bird. So, it's um, it's interesting, and it's it's a question of of, of word selection, word choice, and mm. and like in in Irish we use, like if we wanted to say generous in Irish we say we say flahul, and if mm. we want to say really generous, now we say feel flahul, which means generous, generous. Mm. We just use synonyms, bang in more synonyms, and it's it's you know emphatic synonym use, and and you know peg for example was famous mm-hmm. for that three word alliterative <laughs> run where she'd say the same thing three times for emphasis and that there's no direct English translation for that. So, so McIntyre does mm. is, well, what's poetry? Uh, let's just strip it bare. Let's, mm. let's just get the fancy bits off this and just strip it right down to the bare bones of a poem and give you, I present you a poem by Nuala Nigonal translated mm. by Tom McIntyre. Mm. And it's, uh, it's one way of doing it. The other way of doing it, of course, is to try and match it syllable for syllable, mm. rhyme for rhyme. But I think I think yeah. you lose you lose something in that essence as well. Like so, you lose something either. You lose way, something you? either way, yeah. and what's it going to be? And I think McIntyre's taken the road of least resistance, and at least it gives it a definitive sort of style of its own. Because yeah. this isn't like translating Africa by Toto for Tia for Clash de Lurgan, where you have to match musical <laughs> <that>? rhythm. Well, <laughs> well, that's it. Like you do. Like and, and to be fair, like they, when you translate a pop song into Irish, if anything. It's even more difficult. Because yeah, and sometimes those <laughs> translations are pretty awful. Let's well, be sometimes, honest. Sometimes they're terrible. They're grating. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I get why they're important. I do get yeah, they're no, important. It's but fantastic. like some of them, like, not for me. Hmm. But I suppose the question is like, do you really, do you need to convey what Avicii actually meant <laughs> in that sense? Or do you just give me something in two, four time with a beat so we can sing exactly. it? Like? Well, direct Mary Margin, I guess, Gal McCree to do run, the run, 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 the do run, run. I mean, when you look at the with, if you look at the original to do run run song, it, it's um it, it presented some very bad gender norms, which were I didn't corrected. even know there was an English. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. somebody told me that his name was Bill to do run run run. <laughs> yeah, his name was Bill. Yeah, my heart stood still. <laughs> I don't know the English. Anyway. Really. <laughs> Sometimes people uh, get in touch and ask me, you know, to translate "Winter is coming" or "May the force be mm. with you" so they can get a big tattoo on their back, and I always say, you know, you always say I'm a Catacomb Dugdale Larris. I actually don't, you know, because like, um, I actually don't want to do say is, you know, if you really want an Irish language tattoo, I suggest some pre-existing Irish texts. Absolutely. A, a beautiful it's expression. One of those things when you're an Irish speaker yep. that you often get asked is oh, about tattoos. And I, I Can would you not hold that, my tattoo that, for me? that responsibility. Just yeah. listen, oh, do the grown up mature thing and get squeal a mock and bubbly tattooed across <laughs> your back. Back? <laughs> would it not make more sense somewhere else? <laughs> 
I don't, I don't know how many <laughs> words you can fit on yours. <laughs> <laughs> Nula would love this. <laughs> but there is one line which I thought would make a fine candidate for a tattoo or for an inscription or ring, which is from Ulrich Nugnish. The line is, Tamid Kaltus Akilchena. We're oh, lost in the same beautiful. mist. Yeah. This is a beautiful expression for maybe people who are in love who haven't even met each other yet or who are going through the same thing or people who think they're alone but they don't realise their partner's next to them. It's just exquisite. And that's beautiful. Nice. Nice. I love it. But there's, um, there's so much good stuff here. I think we might have time for one more before we uh, wrap up. And Mula has one line. I can't remember the name of the poem but the first line of it is Tamid Damanta Adrafiracha about women like you're you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And there's just something about that word Damanta. Damanta. Like we are done. It doesn't matter. But she's there for us, you know. She's just mm. oh, she's amazing. Yeah, she's she absolutely is. the the Irish literary treasure mm-hmm. of her generation and potentially any other. Yeah. And did you know she's, in the film How to Cheat the Leaving Cert, she has a cameo role in which she does the Irish oral. She does the Irish oh. Li- oral. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie. So. Uh, no one has. I was an extra in it. <laughs> <laughs> no one has. <laughs> Well, no one has lately. It got a bit of notoriety when it initially came out. Mm. This one is interesting because the translation is a word that Longley uses the word uh, little white petticoats, I think. Mm. And she says, Tony and Bon. Yes, so this is Obad. Uh, and, and Obad is a, a love poem inspired by the morning. Shakespeare wrote an Obad and Philip Larkin wrote an Obad. And Luna Lee Ronald gives us the following Obad. Is come a lish on vagin, cather in yalanchi. Er na cagan ag brian is ag achrans na crean gilogacha. Er mardl glasig snaf gatostalach. I masknan yilkachins na curaha. Er honin bon an chirkin ishgid gubanis sasan bowl portig. Er rilogag shul gacorum a cafran amora. Is come a lishan green cadera nairinchi. Er na tihibrika. Er inoga de glinas nitche. Is kiarha a garnoga shorshaka. Er na sahi bach. E golavu kun krach a yena verhardini bruch balche. Er lanunya oga fosig main fuck a go hewn a sig faun a gublala e gairi an isunto. Er ruch de gliskanoch in a yor mora er lilius a roshina er de gulia. Akni comalingol in iha rare heart. Isca gaffer glachel a peiro de hioli la nyo untli. Gagafra macht agus crumashias a rish, is pisi bioga bral suntor seal a gluhula hela er homeagen, congrafeder lenarlani ishka ol, as bauli brishta in nondadasa mussa, ni comalinea. And Michael Longley has translated it as Oh bad. It's all the same to morning what it dawns on. On the bickering of jackdaws in leafy trees, on that dandy from the wetlands, the green mallard stylish glissando among reeds, on the moorhen whose white petticoat flickers around the bog hole, on the oyster catcher on tiptoe at low tide. It's all the same to the sun what it rises on, on the windows in houses in Georgian squares, on bees swarming to blitz suburban gardens, on young couples yawning in unison before they do it again. On dew like sweat or tears, on lilies and roses, on your bare shoulders. But it isn't all the same to us that night time runs out, that we must make do with today's happenings, and stoop and somehow glue together the silly little shards of our lives, so that our children can drink water from broken bowls, not from cupped hands. It isn't the same at all. And there's a couple of, you mentioned one choice earlier on there, Derek, that uh, Longley says, the moorhen whose white petticoat flickers around the bog hole, whereas Nula strips 
strips the uh, the the Kirkin Ishka's uh, petticoat off her and says Erhonin Bon on Kirkin Ishka a Gubani Sassenbaul put on the little white arse of the Moorhen. Oh, great word, Tonin Bon. Yeah, Tonin Bon. Yeah, mm, and fantastic. Then, and there's um, there's a. Uh, like there's, there's a little in the second stanza, Langley says on you, you know, as the sun rises on young couples yawning in unison before they do it again. Mm. Whereas Nul is talking about Lanuna Oigafos main fucking go hewn, still yawning in tune with one another. Is found a goop law like Irianis unto, and the desire to couple again arising between them. Oh. So there's a double meaning there that, mm. you know, they're not talking about like just like yawning in unison before they do it again. Mm. She's saying, no, no, there, there's something physically needs to happen before we do arising. it again. Exactly. <laughs> and a rising must happen after yeah. you've finished yawning, my love. <laughs> and, that, and then the, the, the biggest sort of difficulty in translating this is that in Irish it's very difficult to say you care about mm-hmm. something. Exactly, I love that. It's really, really easy. Yeah, that. it's really, really easy to say, you know, I, I don't care. Like, yeah. is coma. Because it's coma lesson wajin, it's coma lesson green. You know, the sun doesn't care, the morning doesn't care. But and it's we one of those things, do. if you're not an Irish speaker, that people find quite difficult to understand yeah. that it, it yeah. nearly sounds backwards. It's come exactly. is, is I don't care. Exactly. Whereas so when, when to, Nula says, yeah. uh, mm. yeah. it's not, but we care. Mm. It's, it's, but we don't, not care, mm. and and there's a very very subtle and important difference there. Now Longley tries his best to translate this by by saying like it's all the same to the morning, it's all the same to the sun, but it isn't all the same to us. It all the all the same sounds a little bit um throwaway. Yeah, whereas exactly. Nulas has more depth. There's a lot of depth to is coma is 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 I've thought about it and I don't mm. care. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> used but to it, great effect recently by kneecap. Exactly. Oh. It's come along with f- Ian Gardy. <laughs> there you go. I've thought about the pigs and I don't care about the pigs. <laughs> or the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> so and that, that that brings us from Nula right up to the very present day and she's as urgent as ever and as wonderful as ever. And a goddamn national treasure. Oh, she's a treasure. She is. And what I do love about her as well is she hasn't softened mm. at all. That um, interview she did with Radio Nagayotachta, we might tweet it out from the account. Oh, yes. It was as tough going as it ever was when Helen E. Hay asked her about, you know, kind of gender politics when it comes to literature. She gave it both barrels. She just said, you know what, you got to fight. And that's what she said. If you don't fight for what you believe in, you don't get. Yeah. Well, one, mm. thing, one thing we do well in the Irish language is we keep our poets poor enough so they still care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't ever let our poets get rich enough to become conservative <laughs> about anything. <laughs> Just the way I like them. Yeah. There's no disappointing Morrissey's in the Irish language. That's it, yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> There's no millionaires in the we'll Irish have none language. none of that. <laughs> Kneecap can attest to that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and if you are interested in getting your hands on the collection that we, uh, we've been discussing today, it's called Ferris Daughter by yeah. Nolan Nagonal and it's published by... It's published by Gallery Books and uh, it is, uh, I presume, available from Gallery Books' uh, website, but certainly you can pick up that and many other collections of Nolan Nagonal's poetry in the Shuppelauer, Shawdarker, Ivercar. Yep. Um, that's number four Harcourt Street in the uh, the bottom floor of Conor Nagailga's building. Great stuff. So, um, in the meantime, it's a slán from me. I guess slán wémshe chomá. Slán wémshe. Slán wémshe. Catch you next time.
Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode of Mother Folklore, the Irish 4 podcast and a proud production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. You might be interested to check out some of the other podcasts on our network. Part of the Headstuff family, there's Juvenalia, No Encore, The Alison Spittle Show, Reviewables, Our Sexual History, Personality Bingo with Tom Warren, and so much more to choose from. Available at headstuff.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And speaking of where you get your podcasts, you can leave us a rating, you can leave us a review, you can leave us some comments on that, and that really, really helps. Give us a share. Tell your friends about Mother Folklore and all the other podcasts. You can reach out to us. Uh, you can send us an email to motherfolklore at headstuff.org. You can tweet us at the Irish Four or at Mother Folklore or get any of the contributors on our individual Twitter accounts. Mother Folklore comes out every Friday. There'll be, there'll be a new episode every week. Thanks to Kirsten Shield for the amazing artwork and to Brian on production. And uh, Derek and the gang will be back with you on Chat and Chahuggan. Kermagai. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. I mean, like, fair play to him. Uh, I have to say, as far as extremists go, he's one of my favourites.